0: Welcome to Get Motivated with Donato Parisi, a show designed to reach you where you are, focusing on the fact that you can be anything you want and desire. All you have to do is get motivated. If you need a challenge in your life, then look no further. Get Motivated with Donato begins now.
1: All right, welcome back, everyone, to Get Motivated and... I want to introduce somebody special here that we haven't had on the show yet but kind of in a <laughs> sense helped get the show started gave me a little bit of a nudge that I needed and and likewise i've I've probably done the same for them at times for different things but it's my honor and privilege to introduce to you today Dr. Pamela Hinkle. Come on in Pamela. <laughs>
0: So excited to be here with you, Pastor Donato. Thank you for inviting me. It's such an honor. Well,
1: it's great to have you here. Um, you know, everyone out there, uh, Dr. Pamela here has has man just we're, we're we're good close personal friends, and has been doing a lot these last few years. You know, throughout COVID. And a lot of things have been birthed out of, um, well, COVID and, and all of all of the different things that has challenged us as people, right? Yeah. So she took this whole principle about getting motivated and took it to heart. And mm-hmm. um, so today we're going to share a lot of those things with you. But, you know, quick question for you, Pamela, just a quick icebreaker here. Um, if you could meet anybody past or present, who would that be?
0: Gosh, there's a few, but I would say the top of my list next to meeting Jesus in the flesh, of course. I mean, we meet him if he's in our hearts, right? So we have him, but I would have to go biblical on you. And I would say King David.
1: wow. Well, well.
0: I would love to, I can't wait to someday sit down and like, Pick his brain, uh, because he was both priestly and king. He also was like human. He made errors and totally yeah. shows the mercy of God by his life. I mean, the things that he did wrong uh are, you know, were extreme. They were extreme, but yet God's mercy is there and not only forgives. But when God looks at us, he sees the best that we can be. He doesn't see the sum of our mistakes, right? And and then through David's right heart of repentance, that's important, uh, everything was turned around and he became the glory king of Israel. And in fact, kingdoms still to this day, will look back to David's reign to compare how to do things and what David did and, and how. Yeah. Through his reign in the history of Israel, that's called called the golden years of Israel. And of course, he had that heart after God, all that fun stuff. So he would be and danced. I have to add that danced before the tabernacle, danced like David. There's a song, Dance Like David Dance, right? And so Mm -hmm. he would be one of the many that I would say, ah if I could meet somebody that is no longer here, that would be the person that I would choose to meet.
1: Well, that's, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. David does have a lot to show us, that's for sure. Yeah. And so to everyone else out there, I should have probably done even a little bit, of bit better of a introduction to Pamela. She is not um, only a visionary author a coach, a mentor, and so much more. Um, a lot of people don't know or realize this, but she's also a fellow minister of the gospel. So as you can just hear, <laughs> she's very passionate about the Bible and, you know, Jesus and everything else, right? And that's the season we're in, you know, it's the Christmas time, right? Jesus is the reason for the season. And um, I mean, that, that answer was just, wow, like, fantastic because you don't really think necessarily about some of those things in the Bible and all of those different uh, people that we learn about. Right. Yeah. Um, I always find it interesting. You, you, you hero, these big people like David, like Moses and, and every, you know, and they were murderers, <laughs> you know, they did stuff wrong. And yet, like you said, they found or had repentance, right. They, they, They got right with God. They humbled themselves. And it it just shows us if they can royally screw up and God still loves them and wants to be with them. Wow. I mean, how much more so for us, right? So
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up. And, yeah, one more little plug about David. When he received the kingdom of Israel from Saul, He had a little dirty speck. I'm giving you just a visual of a kingdom. When he handed it to his son Solomon, he had a sprawling nation. So not only was he good in all these other things, Pastor Donato, the guy was good in business. He was good at ruling and reigning and he was a creator and a builder. And so to go literally from rags to ruin, from the pits to the palace, He created that and there's so much there mindset wise, heart, visionary wise that we can learn from his writings. But boy, oh, if I could sit down and talk with him, what a day.
1: Well, yeah, he united the people. He was a leader. Right. He brought the whole nation together. And, you know, that's somewhat what they wanted too, at the same time. Right. But it's interesting because of all of that, so we're all getting biblical right now, <laughs> is that the people wanted a king, right? Just like when they were looking uh, for Jesus, the Messiah, to come, you know, not knowing it was Jesus at the time, but looking for the Messiah to come to be the king of the Jews. to, mm-hmm. to They thought, save them from the rule of the Roman Empire, right? Jesus came... save them from their sins to be their king but you know not not in the sense to deliver them from the romans it's deliver them from their sins and to bring peace inside of them right Mm -hmm. so david much wise did the same thing except for god put david there he's like all right if you people are going to want a king i'm going to put my elect i'm going to put my chosen in there I'm going to anoint him and he is going to be, you know, that one because he's a ruler or a leader or a person after my own heart.
0: Yes. So beautiful. So beautiful. Pastor Donato. Love it.
1: All right. So the next question here, (laughs) (laughs) when you hear the words get motivated, because we were talking a little bit about this COVID during, you know, that's that screwed up a lot of different things. Right. And I mean, yeah. it, it really changed our world here. So when you hear
0: the words, get motivated, what does that mean to you? Get moving. Get moving. Uh You have to have a passion and a drive within you. You know, the first thing you do, if you're sitting on the couch <laughs> and you want to, get up and do something. You have to find the a gumption to actually get up and do it right. Getting motivated doesn't necessarily mean, you know, literally that you have it all laid out. Getting motivated means you make a quality decision. I call it bulldog faith. You know, use a bulldog on a bone or whatever that dog has. He or she's not letting go. Bulldog faith that you make that quality decision that you're not turning back and you're motivated to move forward with whatever it is that you want to be committed to doing. And motivation brings momentum and momentum is what brings movement. So when we get motivated, Pastor D, we then have momentum and we will move. So to me, motivation is the beginning of all good things.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. And now, now tell us a little bit more like about yourself, like how you got motivated, how you stay motivated, you know, maybe ways that you can help motivate others. Cause I mean, that's kind of what this, this particular channel is all about, right? It's, yep. it's about getting us off the couch, you know, getting us to think more About our futures or bettering ourselves and, you know, just getting out there, getting motivated, doing something. So tell us how to do all that.
0: Oh, well, I I can (laughs) tell you what works for me. And I believe that the same principles will work for everybody, even if it's displayed a little bit differently. So let's go back in time. Let's get in our time capsule. Let's go back to like 2018. That seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? But, you know, Pastor Donato, you and I were in ministry side by side. I was the senior pastor at that time. You're the senior pastor now. And you were running alongside with me and things were, were looking really great. We were rocking and rolling and doing the work of the ministry. But inside of my heart, I had a longing for something more. And, you know, I felt honestly, sometimes I felt so guilty about having that feeling because I thought, you should just be satisfied and happy here. Look at the lives you're changing. Look at the church. Look at the wonderful fruit that there is, meaning people doing good things, experiencing blessing in their life. The people that we've helped. Uh, look at your family, Pamela. Like, why are you feeling this emptiness? Well, um, I couldn't shake it. I just couldn't shake it. It wouldn't leave me alone. And so I started seeking that out. Like, why is that there? And honestly, I really thought it was going to be something like, um, me, like I was going to hear that still small voice inside saying, "Hmm, this has to do with your dissatisfaction about yourself or something, you know, like I really thought that that was like, okay, I'm about to have some big revelation, um, about me, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was, but it wasn't what I expected. What came out of all of this was the fact that um, I was feeling empty. It wasn't that I wasn't fulfilled as a minister or as a mom or anything like that. It it was that there was more. And because there was more and I wasn't really pursuing it, it um, it's like your gas tank half empty you know or the glass half full and, and instead of all the way and so as i really pressed in in my heart and yes in prayer about what that was i just kept hearing things about technology if you remember that it i was talking about that we needed to get our 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 services online and and others were doing that we weren't ahead of the game so to say right. we were right in tow with others It was so on my heart that this is what we needed to do. Well, we really pushed it. I really pushed it. And and probably even to the annoyance of some of the staff that maybe wasn't on the exact same page that I was on with it. Uh, But I continued to drive it because it was driving me. Well, then fast forward, what happens? 2020 comes and we have COVID and of course everything went in Minnesota anyways went down and you couldn't meet in person and our church was ready we were ready and we really didn't miss a beat not a whole lot because we were ready in fact we were there one Sunday telling everybody, hey, we love you, most likely next Sunday, we'll see you online. I mean, we were just ready for it. And we had all the tools. Well, I thought that that's what it was about. Like, okay, that's what all this is what all this empty feeling was about. Well, let's back up a little bit into that summertime of 2019. When I was journaling and Sitting out on my deck and just talking to God and to myself, and what is next? What are those top one hundred things I want to f- I want to complete in my lifetime? And not just like I want me, 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 but what God, what the, what my Creator wants for me, right? Because if it's not what He wants, there's not a whole lot of fruit that's going to be in it. And just writing all this stuff down, and and I thought, huh, well, that's more than what we're doing. Within the ministry. So, boy, what's going to happen to the ministry? Like, what direction, what things are going to happen, right? And at, at that point, uh, I started connecting with some other ministries that had businesses and that were coaches and motivational speakers and inspirational speakers. One of them being Terry Foy Ministries. Woo, Terry Foy. And I went to her next conference, N-E-X-T, capital N, capital E, capital X, capital T, next, what's next, which is at the end of January every year, coming up again soon. So I was driven again. I had to get there. And Pastor Donato, anything that could have happened to try to stop me from getting there, tried. And I really, even myself, tried to not go including we had a family um, tragedy, we had a death in the family, but all those around me, including yourself, my husband, others were saying, no, you need to go. And I knew it and I didn't know why, and it didn't make sense. Have you ever been there where it's just not making sense? Like what, why am I so driven to this? Well, of course went there, met the legendary Mr. Les Brown, who connected me to the wonderful John Tallarico, who's become um, a very good friend, also become my coach. And I also have the joy of being part of his team. None of that would have happened had I not gone to the next conference and had that divine connection. After the next conference, I come back home, we take off in the car, we go to the uh, my mother-in-law's Uh, Funeral who had passed away. And I'm thinking, again, what is this all about? This can't be for now. It's got to be for later. And it was. It came in time. It was a process of time. But now, when I look back in those journal entries that I did in the summer of 2018 or 2019, and even some of the things I was writing before then, and the things I was feeling in my heart stirring. Now they have been made manifest. So the, the books uh, that I have had the treasure of being a part of the book collaborations, the visionary books that I have co-collaborated with with others and we've brought forth incredible um, visionary book collaborations, the different programs that I've been able to be a part of, this, the stages I've been able to speak on that's all come, and that and that blossoms outside of just meeting Mr. Brown. Although meeting him, connecting with him, being trained by him, being mentored by him was huge, right? But the, the, it's like the rose bush just keeps blossoming in all these different ways, bringing me up to today, where you are the senior pastor of of the ministry, and it was such a blessing to be able to pass that to you. And, and, and then not only pass that to you, but the moment I really passed it over to you, that's when I received my doctorate. So you were promoted and I was promoted like in the same breath it happened. And, and here we are today sitting across the studio talking to each other. And we are hosting podcasts, television shows, radio shows, and coaching mentoring, speaking on stages, still, uh, still promoting the ministry in different venues internationally, really going to the nations now mm-hmm. and in a whole different venue and writing that surprised me. I always had that desire to be an author. But if somebody would have told me in 2018 <clears throat> or even 19 that I would be coaching people on how to write. I would have laughed and laughed and laughed, <laughs> but God has a sense of humor. And, and here we are today. So that's just kind of like like the, the quick, there's so many other details in there that we could touch on, but I was motivated for change. And I just made the decision to do it. And sometimes we just have to take, I don't want to say blind faith, like I don't know what I'm doing. But sometimes in the physical, we don't know what we're doing, but we know by faith we have to take that step. And when we do it, the door opens and then the next door opens. If we sit and try to figure it out, we're not going to go anywhere. It's like the wheels just spin or the hamster on the wheel, right? But when we are motivated, there's momentum and then we move. So I hope that that answered your question. And if there's anything you want me to touch on more, just ask, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. No, I mean, I think that was a great background
1: to everything. Right. And, and I think, I don't know if everybody else caught this, but at least something that works well for you, obviously is that journaling. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you know, I, I, I think that is really key and important for for a lot of our goal setting and, and that kind of thing. So that maybe you can elaborate and give us some helpful tips or guides or tricks or whatever to, to do that, to get that more incorporated into our lives. Because obviously that works for you and it, it helps, right? And, and you mentioned looking back at it. You know, not that we're supposed to dwell in our past, but it's a good point to see. Look, this is where we were. This is where we are.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, I just put a throat lozenger in. So if you hear my voice sounding a little funny, that's because I needed a little help with it. So um, journaling, let me tell you, I have always loved the idea of journaling. But until about 2018, 2017, 18, something like that, I wasn't very consistent in it. You know, I would have a season where it was gung ho, and then not so. Well, in 2017, 18-ish, when I when I started having that that stirring feeling, I, I the Lord just led me. I, I say it was the Lord, you can call it. The universe, I don't usually call it the universe. I'll say the God and his universe. But I was led, guided, whatever you want to call it, to people like John Maxwell, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, Terry Foy or Terry Seville Foy. And they all talked about journaling. And we, I'd heard what they said, right? I've heard that. But then I heard something else about how when you write things down, it like gets into your nervous system. I went, well, that's why they have kids write in school. I formally did a lot of teaching myself and we would make the kids write. Why is that? It gets into your psyche, it gets into your nervous system, literally, and it becomes one with you. And that's why they can remember their spelling words if you just have them recite them over and over again, they're not going to remember them as well as if they write them. And so I started, I thought, well, maybe there's something to this. So I started journaling um, a little bit at night before I would go to sleep. Well, then I heard some of these bigger name people talk about how they have been doing it for five years, 10 years. How what they had written about came to pass, how they were so faithful about it, even when they didn't want to do it, that even if they had nothing to say that was really great about, like, this happened today, you know, they would take time to be, to find gratitude, even if it was my heart's beating and I'm grateful, to write these things down, to reflect on their day, to close your eyes and literally see yourself living the dream you want, whether that is releasing 20 pounds of weight, it's living in your dream house, or it's speaking on a stage or anything else. To really see yourself doing that and write your feelings. These were new, new things to me. And it felt really good when I started to do it. But all of them said, this is what successful people do every day. And then they would quote successful people. But all of these successful people had made it a habit, just like brushing your teeth, hopefully, is a habit, that it was part of their morning, part of their evening. It was a necessity. And that through that, then from a standpoint of a person of faith, I had something to look at to speak over, to pray over, to decree, um, and to rejoice over, to testify over as things came to pass. I also found, Pastor Donato, that it encouraged me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I would write, here's an example. You can write out, write three things that you would like to see yourself accomplish. You could write more, but three is enough that you'd like to accomplish in 2023. Write it down today. Get yourself a little notebook. It doesn't have to be big. It can just be little. You can pick them up for really cheap, at the dollar store and write those three things down. The next day, get up tomorrow, flip that page over. Don't read it. The one that you wrote on yesterday and write down your top three things. But what if it's not the same three things I wrote yesterday? It doesn't matter. What we're doing is we're securing what really matters. You write those three things down. Step away from it. Come back the next day. Write down three things. Do this for 30 days. At the end of 30 days, come back and look at that journal. Go back to day one and read through each day. Have you stayed the same? Have you? streamlined your vision did what mattered to you on day one and two did that kind of fade away did some things come into focus did things get um, more tapered did something come out of the blue and you're like wow that really matters to me now you have those three things those five things those 10 things whatever you want do it again start writing it again those top three things turn the page. Write it again. That was something that I did for quite some time, for months, Donato. I did it for months to really make sure that I had the direction that I was really felt led to go. Because there are the naysayers out there, and sometimes we can be our biggest enemy and challenge. And when those things would come up, whether it was the naysayer crowd or it was my own doubt, the more I had spoke that into me by writing it, reading it, rewriting it, reading it, rewriting it, reading it, solidifying it, solidifying it, it pushed back the negativity that the world, and especially in a COVID world, come on, and the COVID pandemic, it was awful. I did one week, Pastor Donato, you probably remember this, I did Three funerals in one week. It was an awful time, right? You remember how sick I was. My family and I were really sick. I mixed, missed my first book launch because of it. So, in a time when we were being told from all outside, you lose. You can't do anything now. You can't make any money. Your life is stopped. I was over there journaling what I'm going to do and going live on YouTube and talking about it and then fighting that committee saying, why are you wasting your time? Why are you doing this? It's COVID. Why are you spending money on a coach right now? Why are you taking a class on public speak? Why are you doing this? I write that stuff down every day, my three things. I go back and look at it. And eventually that inner voice is gonna be louder, than the committee or the crowd that is out there. And I came to a place where I was not gonna be swayed anymore. And I think coming back to that motivated momentum and movement, I think at that point I was moving, you know, I and the momentum was coming from that journaling and other things as well, but there was movement now because decisions had been made and I was stepping out in faith and and um, and going for it, right? But journaling has been a foundation for me that branched out into the vision boards and the vision books and and other things. But it started with journaling. And Donato and to all of your listeners and viewers, making that bulldog faith decision, that quality decision. I'm not going to, I am not going to quit. I am going to journal. Now, I want to say this to encourage everybody, just saying, at least if you're like me, anything like me, I'm just going to journal every day for the rest of my life. Overwhelming. That freaks me out. So I said, I'm going to commit to doing it this week. I'm going to commit to doing it today because maybe the week was crazy. And it was one day at a time. And then eventually I became able to say, I'm going to commit to it for a month. You know, like that 30-day thing. When I first did those 30 days of writing those things down, I committed to do it for three days. And then at three days, I thought, hmm, I can do three more. Hmm, I could try it for another week. I could do this for the full 30 days, right? So you take it in the bite-size increments that you can handle because we're renewing our mind. My mind wasn't used to being consistent like that. And you need to be trained. If you decide tomorrow that you're going to run in a marathon and you go and you try to run the marathon today or work your body so hard that you think you're ready to go, you know it's not going to work. You're going to fall over. You're not going to be able to run that marathon. You need to train your mind, which is your body as well, body is part of the mind. It does what the mind tells it to do. You have to train it. And sometimes we just want to jump in. But what we need to do is get in a training program, just like you would if you were training for the Olympics or training for an event. And I chose to be trained. And now today, do I journal every day? Not every day. But I will tell you, that most days it gets done. And if it doesn't get done, there's usually a solid reason and I do my best to make up for it. But that came as a process of time. But it changed my thinking. It changed my view of the world, especially during the pandemic. Um, It caused me to view things differently than what other people around me were seeing and saying. So journaling is a powerful tool that will launch you into your next best if you are committed to doing it. It Won't do anything for you unless you're committed. There's no magic pill, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Nope, that's true. I mean, you said a lot there, but you know, it comes down to forming that habit, changing Mm -hmm. the mindset and then doing the work, right. Being motivated, but doing the action part of it. Right. So no, that was great. Um, Tell us more now about, you know, we've, we've heard of why all of this is really important for us to do, to get motivated, how to do it, journal, all of this stuff. So you've, You've kind of encapsulated a lot of that now, but now, you know, you've got a lot of books behind you there. Right. (laughs) And tell us more about like being that visionary author, what all of these things have driven you to and, and, and where you're at today with it all.
0: Wow. Well, all the way back to um, which one, let's see Uh, (laughs) women of power. I mean, the one back there captivated, That took me a long time to, um, to complete. And that was okay because I was, um, baby stepping through a lot of new ground there. And in the process of those, uh, 2017, 2018 years of really learning how to navigate a new terrain through journaling and other things, but women of power, women of the power voice, when that, when that like popped, it was something that came out. Again, I had it as a dream, but I started journaling it. I just started writing about it. And I believe that when we, that we are attracting what we need. And you might think there might be some people watching or listening that think, oh, that's woo-woo. Listen, if you say, I get sick this time every year, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get sick. Okay. so if you understand that we are uh, calling that to us, that we are believing or we are speaking forth, then what are we speaking forth? What are we thinking? What is happening in us right now? If you tell a child, that child, you're stupid all the time, what eventually is that child most likely gonna believe, Mm -hmm. right? So as adults, What are we believing? Because we are our own best advocate. You will believe what you say about you 100%. So you can think you're not worthy and other people can tell you that you are and it won't matter until you believe it about you. And so as this vision kept coming to me, I just kept writing about it. I didn't go out looking for it. Oh, I have to do this. I had no idea how to do a visionary book. I had been in book collaborations. I had watched. I had that much knowledge. But I felt like it was something I would do. So I just kept writing about it, kept dreaming about it. And then the opportunity presented itself. Literally came up in front of me. I said yes. And off we went. The doors opened, a coach that worked with in the whole book industry of how to work with authors, how to write, all this appeared in my life. The legendary Don Lee, who is a good friend now, your wife, my very good friend, the lovely lady, Nicole, she mm-hmm. came in and had been an assistant to me and was ready to take the ride of her life. <laughs> and venture into this book world with me. We end up with an editor. We end up with people that uh, maybe at that time, only that time, might have known a little bit more about book graphics than your beautiful wife because she is a master at it now. But it was all there. And not only that, we didn't have to advertise at all for authors we did one zoom call with like three or four authors or potential authors that appeared and from those three or four and their word of mouth we ended up with like 40 or something number i don't even remember huge number of authors that came now the thing that i think made a big difference perhaps in the books that we've done than maybe some of other books, and and I can't speak for all. Is I really desire to see people soar. Um, I love to pull people out of their comfort zone and into their gift, and I love to put other. I love to prefer others. Put them in front, and and let them shine and have the front row of their of their the the movie of their life and watch them watch them soar, and and I believe that when people come into the communities that I have been fortunate to be a part of fronting of creation of them. Uh, For instance, the book anthologies, I think they feel that. I think that they feel that love and that camaraderie and that Pamela and her team really, really want us to excel. It's not just about collecting money and good luck. It's really about creating unity team, love, and let's rise together. And every book since then has been that type of success. And the beautiful part beyond that is hearing the stories of the authors. As many times in the book anthologies that I am um, a visionary, author in, which means I'm the leader or a co-leader in helping to direct that traffic of these co-laborers coming together, these authors. Many times I will choose not to write in the book other than a note from the author because I really want to highlight my authors that are in there. They're like, I feel like they're my baby birds for a season and it's my job to teach them, feed them, coach them, and help them to have the best chapter And for this book to be the absolute best and break every record and and all of that that we can do. And I I see and I hear their stories after the book has launched. And it's made international eight times, 36 times this, 35, whatever. It's so cool. But to hear what they're doing a year later, six months later. 10 years later, whatever, you know, it hasn't been 10 years yet, but you know I mean, just to hear what they're doing with their lives, how they've gone on and they become children's authors. They are working in, um, in facilities where they are helping people change their lives um, through different types of trauma therapy, or they're on platforms and stages traveling the world or helping women come out of human trafficking and, and the, and that sex trap lifestyle, I get so excited to know that we had a portion to play in that. in bringing them in, linking up with them, loving the heck out of them and empowering them to march forward in their call on their life. And that's what moves me. Uh, that's what motivates me into momentum. Pastor Donato, it always has whether it has been uh, at the pulpit on a Sunday morning or it's doing this kind of thing. It's it's aligning people to their purpose and then cheering them on with pom-poms of joy as they go do it, whatever that looks like. And book poaching, anthologies, that's just one way of many ways, but it's a great way to to do that because once your story's in a book, it's in a book, yeah. it's in a book, and it's gonna be in that book forever, in your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids, whatever. It's there in print, your story forever. You can refer to it. It gives you credentials. The international best-selling author pastor Donato, you know, I mean, it, just, it does, it opens doors, but your story now it's in print and that is forever, forever yeah. and ever and ever. It's in print. I believe it's in print even in heaven um, that we will remember and maybe even have those books available to us in one form or another. But having that as something on your checkoff list that you've done, is something that you will treasure. And so it motivates me, as you can tell. I get excited about it. But when it began, coming back to journaling, it was that feeling, that vision, writing it down. And then all of a sudden, there it was. And I didn't go looking for it. I just had an off-the-cuff conversation and the next thing I knew, everybody was there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, ah, ah. <laughs> what am I doing? But I had all of the perfect people in place, uh, from your wife to Dawn, uh, my goodness, uh, Dawn's team, so many others that came alongside uh, uh, to help us. It's been just a joy. I'm so grateful for it all, uh, Jerisha Moore, uh, Dr. Tracy, all those people that have been there to help us with the books, thank you so much.
1: Well, and it shows <laughs> us right now, we've been talking about getting motivated, you're talking about your journaling and, and everything else, and, and you touched just a hint on vision boards, right? We've You've put all these practices and principles into place. <laughs> And now you're seeing things come to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> things manifesting and, and things popping into place, like you just mentioned. And we were in the book together here with Les Brown, right? And John Tallarico with mm-hmm. A Million in You, um, you know, made international bestselling author, right? And and many others. So I think we what, did at least 35 categories or something like that, yeah. that mm-hmm. we were bestsellers in. So, I mean, it's just amazing I mean, we're doing another one together. You want to talk about that real quick?
0: Hmm, Would that be coach doctors? (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. Yes, coach doctors. Oh, my goodness. So Dr. Apostle Deborah Allen, my dear friend, and somebody that I love to do business with, we, um, we work together beautifully. And she's a great leader and has the strengths in areas that I need those strengths. And I believe vice versa uh, for both of us. But both of us are blessed to hold uh, doctorate degrees and theo- theological studies as well as in Christian business and philosophy. And, and so we're both coaches. And uh, we're both business coaches, life coaches, transformation coaches, voice coaches. And when I say voice, I don't mean la, 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 la. I mean, where's your voice? Find your voice. Get your words out there. And so we got to put our heads together and like, well, why don't we help other coaches find their voice? Why don't we help other coaches create a manual? Why don't we create a workbook that coaches only can be a part of this particular anthology, book collaboration. And then it can be a tool, I call it a jewel, in the treasure chest of life for coaches in general, but also for people that are looking to be coached. Because Some people are looking to be coached like I was many years ago. And I didn't know what to do. Boy, had I found Coach Doctors, I would have bought that book on Amazon in a heartbeat and I would have read through it and I would have done what those coaches told me to do. And I would have tried to connect with probably every one of them in that book until I found the one that had my heartbeat. Right. And so there are those out there like that maybe right now that are like, oh, that's me. I need that book. That was why we did it. That's why we had this aha moment, like, let's do this. But also, there's so many coaches that we out there that are really quality coaches, but having a tool at your fingertips, that's almost it's a workbook that you can use to help your clients. That's huge. About the only type of workbooks that were out there, uh, really well known Or workbooks if you went through a um, Bob Proctor class and you got their workbook on uh, mindset. Or Tony Robbins if you went through his uh, class on life coaching. Or John Maxwell and you went through his class on, you know, whatever. I think you're following me. And I thought, well, what about the coaches out there that are just as qualified but have not yet? I say yet had their their name and their brand reach that pinnacle that those I just spoke about have reached. Why can't we help them get their name, their brand, their wisdom, their knowledge, their expertise, their specialty, because that's what we're doing, bringing our, our specialty or bringing specialists to the table as the tagline is on the book, have all of us come together and share our knowledge so that now we can take that knowledge global with our clients on Amazon, on our websites, create a course and do group coaching right out of right out of the gate from this book that we will have all these coaches. You included, Pastor Donato. You can take that book and you could be like, hey, I'm going to do group coaching. And you have. 20 plus chapters that you can pull from, and you can teach people every week in a group setting or individually. It's amazing. And so that was our heart to make it a very specialty, honorable book, and that it would fit into a specific niche for people that want self discovery, self development, or want to promote themselves as a coach, and I'm so excited to see it come out in just a few days, December 30th. It'll be out, and everybody get your copy when that comes out right away. Uh, Pastor Donato will be posting all that information, as will I. But go and get your Kindle copy, and then, of course, get your paper copy, and of course, tell people because this is. one of the most powerful self-help books that I've seen in a long, long, long time. And it's come from people that are in the trenches right next to you that have learned a lot. And uh, they, like I said, their name may not yet carry the title weight that others do, but mark my words, they will. And Coach Doctors is going to help them do it. So- that's my story and Coach Doctors Pastor Donato, and I'm sticking to it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So everyone look for that on December 30th, right? Um, Coach Doctors, and it's what was that tagline again?
0: Bringing specialists to the table.
1: Okay, so we'll we'll be looking forward to that, and and while we still have a little bit left uh, for time here yet today. <clears throat> I want to get a little bit more into that coaching aspect and 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 maybe a little bit more of who you are, what you do. I mean, you just had a woman's retreat in Las Vegas. Oh
0: gosh, that was maybe
1: so- maybe you could tell us a little bit more about that and, and give us another aspect of like who you are and, and what you do.
0: Oh well, Fala La Las Vegas. That was so much fun. Um Yes, Sin City. We were there. <laughs> we had so much fun there. And we weren't even in the casinos having fun. We were at the Beacon Center, live at the Beacon Center. And we had a blast, the ladies and I did. And the whole point of Falala Las Vegas was again, I've already talked about my heart, and that was to gather women together to encourage one another and to highlight ladies' gifts, and to just charge them for the upcoming year, and we talked a lot about fa-la-la, and holly dazzle, and all of that, to really help them center in on making sure they were ready for the holidays, that they were ready to dazzle, and to be dazzled, and that they were going into the holidays with fa-la-la, instead of, uh right, that they were ready to go in with that, but to help them move forward, again, coming back to motivated, to be motivated for 2023. It was amazing. Uh, I had phenomenal guest speakers like Dr. Lisa Yvette Jones. Woo! Dr. Lisa, and she talked about mindset training. Oh my gosh, it was just phenomenal. And Dr. Angela Bennett from all the way from Sydney, Australia. Woo! She talked about the power of love and believing in yourself among so many other things and really grounded it all in how important it is to have that quality relationship with God in order to have all those other things that I spoke about. We had a uh, Deidre Calcote coming from Arizona. woo And she really took us further in that whole idea of mindset because she got into uh, something called brain spotting, which I don't have time to get into, but it is a therapy used specifically for trauma, but it can be used for anything. And so she helped a group, a whole room of women with this technique. And if you want more information on brain spotting, reach out to me because I'm also a practitioner of that. And we spent an hour almost of time focusing on our visions and dreams for 2023 and getting kind of that map or plan going forward. We talked about also, oh oh, and Kathy White, who I call Dr. Phonologist, because the, the gal just knows how to how to have fun. And so I love Dr. Dr. Phonologist Kathy. <laughs> and she She shared an intimate story from her life just in the last year of some things that have happened. But the whole point of it was self-care. These are all things that we all need to be working on all the time. But life gets going and we get busy and we forget. Pastor Donato, I focused on celebrating you, celebrating you and not just looking to change bad habits, but to start good habits. Instead of looking at, oh, all the bad things, let's look at the good things. I did spend time talking about journaling and, of course, uh, writing and mindset as well. But this collaborative group of women, oh my goodness, everybody laughed, empowered and changed. And we still have our chat going on WhatsApp. Uh, from there. And we are all just like, woo, so excited. And there's so many things that are coming out of that. Uh, We already have another women's event on the the calendar for the end of February. So watch for that. That will be more information coming. And the woman at the helm of that is that phonologist I spoke about. So if you want to have fun, You're going to want to come and see Kathy White when I'm there and we're going to be there and we're going to have a blast together. So that's going to be up and coming. And of course, your lovely, uh, your lovely wife was there with us. Uh, She is the glue that holds the show together, but she also sings like an angel. And so she encouraged all of us uh, in song as well. So it was amazing. And I'm looking forward to having a number of those throughout the nation. Um, this year, that's my big goal, my what we call our C-type goal, or you could call your God-sized goal, that you know that you need God to help you do it because it's not something you can do on your own. And so I'm looking for uh, to do a number of those this year. They were amazing. The women were changed. We had tears of joy, tears of uh, of release, uh so many huge steps forward, uh, for, for so many. And I will, I will forever remember it. It will always be etched in my memory. The looks on their faces as they, as they stepped out of the boat, each one of them and walked on water it was powerful.
1: It's great. I mean, and that's, that's what, this whole thing's about right getting motivated, stepping yes. out of that boat, stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, yes. putting some kind of action, right? Getting those yes. goals, those visions, all those different things in order, and 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 coming up with that plan, right? Making ourselves better, making the world a better place, you know, bringing people along with us along the way. And and all of those different things. I mean, we could probably keep on talking for hours about all of this stuff and, and all of the different things that, you know, we've done or want to do and and so on and so forth. Unfortunately, we've run out of time here for today, but you know, um, so you, you, you did briefly touch on next year, right? The new year's coming up and, you know, we need to, We need to start thinking about that now and and putting things into place. Like, all right, what can we do? What do we need to do to, you know, make ourselves better in the new year? Right. And, you know, go forward with that. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, get out there, think about those things, start your journaling, start writing down your goals, you know, and, and then put the plan to action. And, and and make something of the new year Absolutely. so thank you so much dr pamela hinkle for being on the show today um uh,
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Donato, for having me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just yep. I'm so grateful. Um, I also wanted to say that I have a free gift for everybody that uh, joins us. And I have the uh, e-book that you helped me put together so they can go to the link. I'm sure will be in your description, but just go to PurposeWithPamela.com and you will be able to get the free ebook that's full of purpose. It'll help you. In 2023, and thank you so much, Pastor Donato. This has been a joy.
1: Yes, no, it's been an honor, a privilege to have you here. And I was going to say the same stuff, so you just took it away. <laughs> so make sure you check the description below and uh, get all the information you can about Pamela, and and get charged up for the new year. Check out her programs. Check out all those different things and and that free book offer. Um, and don't forget about Coach Doctors. Be coming out here soon, next couple of days. So everyone, thank you for joining today and be blessed. Follow Donato
0: on Facebook and LinkedIn at Donato Parisi, or go to donatomotivates.com. Remember, you can be anything you want and desire. All you have to do is get motivated.